Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And today is finally, after a long awaited time, my first general interest. Yay! Uh, of the uh, video games Life is Strange, which you may have seen on our Facebook and Twitter post from last week. Yes. Yeah. So it took a long time to get here, didn't it? Kind of. Because initially I was going to go with Audrey Hepburn and then it was going to be Titanic. Titanic. And then so I was like, you know, I still wasn't moving with anything. And then it came to some, well, you like Life is Strange and you've talked about it often enough, so... Yeah, because when you meet us, there's three things that Jane will no doubt talk about. Star Trek, obviously, Game of Thrones, or Life is Strange. Yes. So it's like obvious, it's like, well... Surely, Life is Strange will be a good place to go. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I wasn't very familiar with it, and it's, I mean, it's it's popped up numerous times. I've referenced it numerous times in that episode, so I dare say some of you guys are probably curious, thinking, "What's that about?" So I thought, well, it's about time it actually, you know, did it. You know, did an episode doing my general interest on it, and I think you said to me before we started, so you've kind of had a, a kind of a mild curiosity, I think, about mm. it, haven't you? Um, you know, and Simon took to the challenge. He's he's played through because well, there's there's the first one, Life is Strange. There's also the prequel Before the Storm, and there's also a second one as well, which is nothing to do with these ones. But we're just going to cover the um, the first two because the, the second game is actually still being made. Um, but yeah, you... and it's to do with different characters. Yeah, yeah. It's complete... So it's completely yeah because you did unrelated. actually yeah because you did ask me, oh, are we going to do this as well? And it's just like. I've got enough material <laughs> um, but who knows if you know maybe at some point who knows probably not uh, no <laughs> I can I can be optimistic I can be hopeful but no probably not um, but yeah you played through both games you played every episode because um, there's like five for the first game technically three for the prequel although there isn't a bonus episode as well so it's like nine altogether um, and you know you made what because what we did was I asked Simon to all the choices that he made for each episode, there's major choices and minor choices to screenshot and. Yeah, Steam made that very easy. Yeah. You press F12. Yeah. That was nice and easy. <laughs> so we. Sc- you kind of had it a bit harder on, I think, PS4. It's like, so I got given um, phone pictures of his um, tele- television screen. So it yeah. was a bit, <laughs> a bit yeah. wacky. Yeah, I, I, I sent them via WhatsApp and I actually captioned them, even though that didn't. I said I thought that would help, but it didn't really. He said it didn't really matter, but. And then Simon obviously sent me his, you know, via email. Um, And, you know, and it was interesting looking at all the choices that we'd made throughout the game. And uh, we had a kind of, Simon saying to me, well, there's two ways we could do this. We could either go via what choices Simon made or what the majority of players made. But as we found that a lot of it synced up anyway, it didn't really matter kind of which way we went. But we kind of decided to do... As I say, I, I want to make this point. I've kind of blitzed it in the space of about three weeks. Yeah. I'm new to it all. So yeah. So I kind of bow down to James' experience to all this. I'm just kind of going through it how I would approach it anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've played my time. I've done more than Jamie wanted me to research because I just... got given a good set of guidance what to do mm-hmm. and obviously playing the games as it and taking pictures and just doing what I generally do for an episode I mean I knew I mean you didn't have to but I knew you probably would do some extra research I'm really it just shows you how much you know you know it's great I think but I've watched quite a lot of YouTube videos I've watched some mm-hmm. podcasts that are out there well 
watch them on YouTube. And... Yeah, one of them's uh, the Black Whale podcast. That's a really good one to listen to. Um, watch some rea- watch one reaction video, I shouldn't say. I'll watch some and watch yeah. one. And other <laughs> weird bits. And yeah, I mean, Jamie Littmer borrow his book. And... Yes, the um, Life is Strange, Welcome to Blackwell Academy, which is like a, just a guide to kind of, well, the game itself, some of the characters. And... Yeah, but they missed some things out. Yeah, we found it very odd that... Uh, like I mean, you know, we're going to more, but like one of the main the main character of the first game doesn't have a student profile, and I'll just like she's the main. Surely it's a no brainer. Yeah, surely if you have a main character, surely that that they should have a profile, which I just found very very odd. And there's a few other characters as well in there that I personally think should have been in there, but um, I think this is a good segue to actually give a brief description yeah what um, is yeah what Jamie. was yeah what we'll also say as well um yeah so i'll read out the synopsis oh strong spoiler warning even though it's yeah. quite an old game yeah it's quite an old game but yeah strong spoiler warning we 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 won't talk about everything because i think a bit of mystery is always nice mm. but yeah we will be spoiling certain aspects of both games so just be aware of that either pause it now come back to it and play it and then come back and listen to it that sort of general yeah, stuff but, spoiler um, warning I definitely would rec- highly recommend both games to play um, yeah I wouldn't <laughs> well maybe the first one I think I'd, rec- yeah. say, I'd we'll, recommend the original game but that's but, yeah. a completely different we'll, we'll probably get argument, onto that but yes yeah um, so yeah I'll read out the synopsis um, for the first game um, <clears throat> for the, follow the story of Max Caulfield a photography senior who discovers that she can rewind time while saving her best friend, Chloe Price. The pair soon find themselves investigating the mysterious disappearance of fellow student, Rachel Amber, uncovering a dark side to life in Arcadia Bay. Meanwhile, Max must quickly learn that changing the past can sometimes lead to a devastating future. You know, I think that's a pretty good synopsis for what the game is generally about. Um, And I'll just quickly read out uh, the prequel one as well. Um, So the BAFTA award-winning narrative adventure series Life is Strange returns with a new story set three years before the events of the first game. This time plays the 16-year-old rebel Chloe Price who forms an unlikely friendship with the beautiful and popular Rachel Amber. When Rachel uncovers a family secret and Chloe starts running an errand for local thug Frank Bowers, they both soon discover a darker side to Arcadia Bay. So, yeah, I mean, overall pretty good, succinct, I think, synopsis for both games now the first game obviously that took place in October 2013 the prequel was in uh, May of 2010 um, I think that's just kind of just important to kind of just make that better distinction um, between the two so um, yeah I mean I suppose really probably the first thing says what we actually thought of the games <laughs> <laughs> well that's the other odd bit is you've pre-played every scenario in every which way whereas I've played it through once mm. but even through that I felt like I've got a pretty good idea of you got a re- I mean you said to me because I mean on average each episode of both games is, is each episode is average about three hours um, I mean I think that, that one of the episodes in the first game episode four because there's five in one there's well technically there's three in the prequel but there's also a bonus episode which we'll, we'll probably briefly mention later um but that's a different thing but yeah it that was probably about four four and a half hours but you spent a good two to three hours on pretty much every one and i think that's a you get a pretty good grasp of what the story is you know yeah and i i partly because i didn't know what the hell i was doing 
yeah, certain choices that you that you, I think was more the minor ones, wasn't it? I think you you said to me certain things that you can do, you didn't realise you could actually do, or you know. So it just. It, I have also got to point out that these games aren't usually in my rapport. Usually, I'm strategy. Yeah, and that's put, put, um, shoot them ups and stuff like that. Really out this way. So me doing this is a bit of a was a bit of a tool last for Jamie, but I went and did it, played it. Mm-hmm. So it was all a bit foreign to me. Yeah, because the gameplay mechanics, as you say, is not normally what you'd go for. It's, it's said it's a lot more kind of taking your time, exploring, interacting with different people and objects within the game. Um, you know, but you know, you persevered, and and I'm I'm impressed because I know you said at times it was a bit stressful, and I can completely understand. You know, but I think you said you you know, but you um you know. But I had a reason to do it, so I well carried through anyhow even yeah. though I might not have enjoyed elements of it yeah I mean you know because I mean I mean I love both games I mean it's not really surprising I'm probably a bit biased but out of the two I definitely prefer the first game um, you know because one of the things we were talking about was we were saying that because the thing is the, the, the prequel is only three episodes compared to the five and the, the prequel just felt a bit rushed particularly towards the end I I said this to Simon I think it would have benefited from another episode personally um, you know and it was just it just felt a bit rushed but you know what, what's what's funny about both games is both end both of their last episodes and fans are generally not as fond of as the rest of the game but hey um, but you know, you were saying to me that you you quite um, you you really quite like the foot. I think it was Max who said you quite liked, mm. didn't you? Because mm. you know, I think everyone's drawn towards her. I think, honestly, mm. I think we. As I say, Jamie's. I've said this to Jamie before, so it's no surprise to him. But knowing Jamie as well as I do, I think Max is a bit of an allegory for for Jamie. I think Jamie sees Max in him or he wants to be her like kind of and, and in some ways I think he sees me and kind of Chloe is kind of pushing him on a bit yeah I mean Mac, Max is a, Max is a character is who she basically she's quite a shy introvert um, and you know and the, you know she she comes to Blackwell Academy which is like a which is like a you know private school um, after because her and Chloe they used to be friends they used to live in what's known as obviously Arcadia Bay that's the town they grew up in Max left for five years. She went to Seattle with her parents because I think her dad got a job there. Um, and then she returns five years later. Um, and, you know, she she's a very shy, introvert person. But when she gets her time travel powers, which is where basically she can rewind time, so she, she pulls out her... Um, a left was it left hand right hand left left hand. hand left hand thank you <laughs> her left hand and she can rewind time up to like 30 seconds to about a minute and through getting her rewind powers she becomes a lot more confident that did get a bit frustrating at times as I didn't quite know what I was doing and <laughs> yeah as well yeah mm. I can imagine I can imagine particularly particularly with the last episode yeah um mm. <laughs> we'll go into that a bit more later. I'm 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 off the same opinion to be honest. Um but yeah, so yeah, she becomes a lot more confident and you know, I mean the thing the thing about it is she gets she does it to get people to like her, so you could see it in a way as being a bit manipulative. Yeah. Which I think that's why I did why I did, where it's kind of I pretty much stuck to my decisions straight away. I didn't go back messing too much time. The only times I went back is when it's just kind of 
when you when you're in the diner convincing Chloe and stuff like you, that. Where, and... Is it kind of moments where you kind of had to? Where you, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But by the end, I was just doing it a single gameplay, whereas I wasn't trying to like mm-hmm. trying to save as many people and doing this, whereas not trying to. What would I do best in this situation? Like, well, I wouldn't try and do it too much, even though it kind of you could do you could again I think you sort of said you can you can go back as many times as you want to try and get the answer yeah, that you want I mean, I mean the thing is with the game with the mechanics of them they do allow you to rewind your choices but sometimes some of the choices that you make the consequences won't be felt for, for sometimes a couple of episodes down the line it really does depend um, and you know which I think obviously brings us nice into kind of what the main crux of what this episode is choices and consequences the choices that we make and the consequences that come from them because that is the gameplay mechanics of well all the games you know you make a decision now the thing is obviously with with the first game you can travel back in time and you can kind of gauge the sort of reactions you get from the characters when you make a choice or whatever and you could go well, I'm not quite sure if that's right but with the prequel you make your choice and that's it you can't go back you can't rewind and go oh you know because Max is the only one that has that power not Chloe um, but yeah I think that would probably lead us I don't think it would have worked if you'd had it also in the prequel. No, nah, it wouldn't make. I said that's Max's thing. That's her. That's her ability. That's her thing. Um, you know, and I said it just wouldn't work. But you know, we both really, you really quite enjoyed the prequel. Uh, sorry, the pre- the first game. You really enjoyed that, didn't you? I yeah. think you was it rated out of ten. I think you said about seven. Wasn't seven, it? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the prequel obviously is where we differ a bit um, I love the prequel I think it adds a lot to the series it does kind of ruin some of the mystery of Rachel because you know her fate um, by the end of the first game um, but I still think playing the prequel it does make you understand her more and even Chloe I think it adds to the you know the franchise overall and I still, for me at least I think there's still enough of a mystery because there's stuff that happens in the you know between both games um, that you hint that's hinted at in the first game. It's like, well, how did how did it end up here? You know, so we kind of I know we kind of said we we kind of differ on that, didn't we? I would just say play the original one. Yeah, if it were me. But yeah. if you go and play the other one, it's not a bad thing. It's just I just well didn't, just didn't care enough. Like I didn't think it was necessary. No. I mean, you know, well, you know, that, that that's fair enough. I mean, you know, because the older Simon played it in, I mean, there's, there's different ways you can play it because you've got the bonus episode that's just Max and Chloe as, like, teenagers. This is before Max leaves for Seattle. It's, like, 2008. Then you've got the prequel, which is 2010. And then you've got 2013, which is the first game. Now, I think the older I, I suggested to Simon was the first game, then the bonus episode. Yeah, that's right. And then the prequel. Uh, you know because I mean for me it kind of was well the first game you get a mystery of oh who Rachel was and then the farewell because the first game focuses on Max and Chloe's friendship I thought well you know the farewell kind of does so I thought that makes more sense and then but there's any number of ways you can play it there really isn't a right or wrong order um, so yeah um, well without further ado I think we, we should just crack on with talking a bit about um, some of the themes of the game and the uh, the choices and the consequences that kind of that kind of come with it. I mean, we're not going to talk about everything because it will take too long. And you know, we do want to leave a bit of a mystery for you guys with certain things. Um, but you know, game does touch upon quite a few important 
issues mm. throughout there, doesn't it? Yeah, so um, things like suicide, uh, euthanasia, uh, peer pressure, bullying, all sorts of things. I mean, and that's and that's the thing, you know. These are, you know, and that's you know, these are real life, as a current issues that are very prevalent in our society. Um, and I think the way the game. Because I mean, Life is Strange. It's not really mainstream. It's, I think you said to me it was a, no. It's an indie game. It yeah. really is an indie game. Yeah, but it has a really big cult following, as I've found out. And it's mm. you go online, and oh my god, they get very angry if you go for the wrong decisions and things, don't don't they? Oh yeah, the final choice of the first game. Yeah, it, it's a sacrifice. It's it's a, it's kind of it's a sit on the edge of forever scenario. You know, you know, you save one or you say you say you save many. That's that's kind of what it is. Um, yeah, you are correct in that. Yeah, it can get pretty hit sometimes. Um, but yeah, some of the themes. I think the game. I mean, I at least felt. I think they 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 addressed it very well. You know, very intelligently. Very. They handled it sensitively. Very well indeed. Um, and you know, and I think they said the, the gameplay mechanics of your choices and the consequences that come from that plays into the themes. Because I said we make decisions in our everyday life. Some of them can be minor things. You know, oh, what am I going to eat for breakfast this morning? Or you know, and then you get I said major decisions that you make that can that can alter you, you that can change your life. Whether it's you personally or saving someone or whatever it is, you know, it's you know that's 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 what life is. That's you know I said life is strange. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um, what will probably be a good place is if we just talk a bit about just some of the kind of major choices that we kind of made, um, but the main ones that we made, and kind of you know, <clears throat> I suppose really probably good to say why we made them. So should we start off with something from episode one? Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the, I think maybe what would be quite a good one would actually be um, one of the great gameplay mechanics. I think. Is um, is you help out a character called Kate. Kate is a um, is a student. She's uh, religious, um, and basically she's being bullied. She's being bullied and tormented, and she's she becomes a shell inside herself. And throughout the first couple of episodes, um, there are certain points where you, as Max, have the opportunity to help her. Now, there's major and minor decisions within. Um, one of the main choices is um she is being harassed by um head of security a guy called david madison who is chloe's stepfather um and you can either take a photo of david harassing kate or you can intervene to help her out now the main the main thing that people did was they helped kate out and i believe you you as well you did the same thing didn't you yeah so what kind of what was it for you then Why, why did you kind of well, at that point you don't quite know what's best so it's just like maybe that's just best not mm. to yeah because I mean, I mean obviously I know in advance what the what say the best choices the right kind of choices yeah. are so but you know I'm really quite interested to hear kind of from your perspective so you just approach it from a real life thing what would you do if mm. we come, came across this and taking pictures is a bit weird so it's like uh, yeah I'm just going to intervene that makes the most sense because again by that point you're only 40 minutes in something like that you're not very far into it mm. and yeah you know, and I also think as well because some people some players play the game in different ways some people play as what would I choose and some would say well actually what would Max do um, but I think really 
these I think these choices, a lot of choices that you make, I think in some ways can speak to the character of that person playing. I think in some ways. Um, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're horrible or they're, you know, whatever choices you make. There can be many different reasons why you pick a certain option. But I think it is a kind of, you know, because if you think about things in real life, I mean, we, we try and live life the choices we make. It's not our abilities that define us, it's our choices. And I think that's very apt for this game. You know, so obviously, you know, helping out Kate at that point, she obviously, if you do, she's very, very grateful to you. She's very grateful to Max, should I say. And then obviously, um, there's other things as well, like in and outside her dorm room, her a slat a slate gets written on. You can you can wipe it off. That helps her out. Um, one of the other characters writes a a, a video, a, a link to a video that was um that that was posted about Kate getting well, she was drugged basically at a, at a party, um, and you can wipe the link off the mirror. Um, and in episode two, she tries to call. She tries to call. Um, Matt Kate has to call Max and you can either answer it or you don't have to um, so there's all these little things that you do um, that add up to when because there's a moment at the end of episode 2 basically you have to talk Kate down from jumping I mean it's very very harrowing it's very very harrowing um, and I mean if you if you don't if, if all those choices along the way if you don't help her you can still save her but it's very it's much more difficult to do um, because as you say you know, she's at that initial point of well, you didn't help me before, so why should I kind of listen to you now, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just there's a lot, there's a lot to this game. I mean, I think you were saying to me you found it, it's very intricate. The gameplay, the mechanics of the choices you make is very intricate, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's a good example of it because you know. Because um, I think was it? I think it was like fifty-five, sixty-five percent of people managed to save Kate. I think wasn't it? Yeah, have a look. Uh, yeah, sixty. S- sixty-two, thirty-eight. Yeah, sixty-two, thirty-eight. Yeah, and the other thing as well is. Well, we should say th- sixty-two saved. Uh, thirty-eight didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, obviously, you know. <clears throat> it's kind of so yeah um, sorry I've lost my train of thought now <laughs> um, so yeah obviously you can save Kate um, and you know it has a big impact it has a big impact on Max's character going forward if you save her she's obviously well she's around obviously she's grateful to you it's actually a really nice um, scene a uh, hospital scene in episode 4 and she actually helps she actually helps you in your investigation with trying to find out what happened to Rachel as well um and um but obviously you know and obviously students you know they're very positive towards max says oh you're a hero you rescued her whereas obviously similarly if you didn't manage to save kate it plays out obviously you know differently um you know i mean that's one of the more intricate decisions that you have in the game but like i said you make a certain decision in episode one but it doesn't impact until the end of episode two and yeah, you know, it's one of the many choices that you can make in the game that has a really big impact. And it doesn't just impact Max; it impacts on how you interact with the other um, players, sorry, other characters as well. You know what they kind of think of you and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know, 
things like peer pressure, things like bullying, it's a real thing in our society today, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, and you know, I think I just I think sometimes people just don't realise how much damage they can cause to a person by you know by just just being horrible to them, whatever they're going through. Um, and I think the game shows, as I said, in a very realistic and a, as, as in a very intelligent way, you know, what can happen, what what someone can be driven to if that happens, you know. And all it can take is just one person to be there for them, one person just to just, just to say, I'm here for you, I can help, I want to help. And that's what you do, as I said, as max if you can, you know, it, it depends obviously on certain decisions that you make, um, you know. But um, I mean, how did you find kind of going through when you were playing the first couple of episodes, trying to like specifically with Kate and stuff? Just trying to do what you can, try and go for the right answers. I didn't. But... No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean it's not easy to, um, you know. But as you say, it's one of those things where when you play through the first time, you just do what you can to kind of. You know, you make the best decision you can in that moment because that's the thing. In real life, you sometimes only have a split second. There's not all this. Oh, you know, I can spend a couple of hours. Oh, you know, certain decisions you make, you have to make on the spot. You know, that's that's what that's, that's what it is. So you know, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, there's so many things we can talk about. I mean, obviously, you've got the you've also got the um, the time travel aspect. What did you think of the time travel kind of aspect of the first game? It was interesting. Again, there was a bit of frustration with that with that gameplay that I got very annoyed at times with it. Yeah. Where it's, as I said, shame on the phone, kind of. I struggle a bit with open, open environment things and there's mm. one bit where you have to try and save Chloe. And it's just like, what the hell do I do here? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Was that in the second episode? The train tracks. The train tracks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's. It's a... not overly obvious what you're meant to do, no. and it's just like in that moment, you first gameplay, and you're going, I don't know, I don't know what I'm meant, where I'm meant to go, what I'm meant mm. to get. Mm. Mm. So stuff like that, that. Well, in a way, it, it was interesting. Even that process itself, where you actually have to figure out oh, what do I need to do, you have to make a decision, don't you? Even even though it's not a dialogue choice, you have to. Oh, you have to do things a certain way. So even in itself. Even the gameplay of that itself is a pro in itself is a process of the whole mechanics of the game, isn't it? But you know, yeah, I mean, and you were saying to me, I think it was um, episode five. Um, yeah, it's time travel, guys. So you know what time travel can be like sometimes. And episode five, it goes kind of crazy, um, and there's a kind of a nightmare sequence that Max has to go through. And you didn't enjoy that at all, did no. you? No, I'm the same. I mean, there's a moment where you have to hunt for some flipping bottles you don't have to it's optional it is optional but trying to do it it's a pain in the backside and I just, thought, just trying to get to that damn point it's like oh yeah I, and I, I, I don't like that sort no. of gameplay it's very dark very like it's very, literally very dark and it is also quite dark themes and it's I don't do that I don't play no. games like that so that was a very tough and that, that went on forever I was playing that for about three hours <laughs> Yeah, I. And it's just kind of, oh, I've had enough now, and it just keeps <laughs> going on and on and on. And it's not 
obviously clear where you're meant to go. You sit there and go, what? Have I, no, have I, I just come from here? Am I going there? Or I will what? agree. It's not particularly well. Sighted. And the fact is, it's very dark as well, so you can't really see where you're flipping going. Which, I, again, I get the whole point. It's a nightmare sequence in time and Max's mind or whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, I mean, that part of the game, I, I, I didn't like it. And it's not... Episode 5, generally, most most Elias fans, they're not particularly fond of it. I still think it's... A, I think there's good elements to the episode. It's necessary, but yeah. I just didn't like the way it was done. I, no. I, I, don't, I think you need that darkness there, but I just wish it was... A bit short. Maybe a little bit... bit shorter Better, bit, a little bit of well thought through, through yeah I, I mean at that point they were they were kind of running out of money I mean there's a bit where Max goes through she's walking through and there's memories of her and Chloe and they're because it's a set, five episodes over five days and they're five days together um, well, I didn't mind that as such I think it was a nice thing it was the thing. Hmm. I think you needed that just kind of to remind you before you got to that big decision just kind of mm-hmm. what this is what you've gone through. Are you going to throw it away or are you going to sacrifice it? All that sort of thing. That's what that was there for. Mm. I thought that was quite nice after that whole... Yeah. You spent the last, what, an hour and a, hour and a half going through terror. Well, then and you've there's got... stuff even for that that's... Oh, God, not, yeah. Not any better. And the other thing as well is, I mean, the diner scene in episode five where Max is walking through and then she sees that version of herself and you've got all the... Ca- oh, God, yes. That, oh, all the yeah, ca- that's not great either. All the characters saying, please save us, Max, please save us. And I've got to say, because I, when I first played through, I did actually um, I did actually uh, pick the, oh, you sacrifice the one person at the end, sacrifice Chloe. Um, I played it through again. I was like, no, I don't agree with this choice. I'm going to go with the other option. But I must admit playing through and that particular moment I've got to say I had serious second thoughts I actually almost changed my mind again but but that's, that's what I mean that's how powerful the game is yeah LIS fans get very emotional with it oh they really do yeah I mean yeah the ending I mean the end choice that you make I mean this is the thing I mean this is another this is another thing about when you make choices and consequences do you make them with your do you do with your heart or do you think logically Oh, hit heart, heart yeah. Um, now that end choice, well, sacrifice one for the many. Well, it's obvious. It's it's maths. It's 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 cold hard logic. You you sacrifice the one to save the many. But when a- you... again, I I've said this to Jane before, and you kind of agreed. I think you kind of, in some ways, go with it. Kind of in some ways, Chloe is set up to be the kind of sacrificial character. Like yeah. the broken character that kind of yeah because she does in that when Max saves her because the first time she saves her she gets well you know so. and oh that was the other thought I had last night actually on that theme it's a film series you made me sit through good or not I don't know many years ago I also had the thought of um, with Chloe because throughout the thing she's constantly almost dying yeah. And it reminded me of Final Destination. That whole thing of this character was meant to pass Die away at, that certain at, point. The, be- at yeah. right the beginning of the game, and she's still about. Yeah, it's, this is going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. We don't, you don't want it, but it's gonna. It's inevitable. It's, mm. it's close. I mean, the thing is with with the game itself, with the end choice, because there's there's basically there's a storm that's going to hit Arcadia Bay. And it's chaos theory. Chloe and the storm cancel each other out. If you sacrifice Chloe, the town is safe. The storm doesn't hit. If you sacrifice the town, 
Chloe is saved because I know there's probably people thinking oh she's destined to die it will happen but that's not the case once if, if the storm hits the town then Chloe does live it's not a case of Max is going to have to keep saving her for the rest of her days um, it was confirmed by the developers that they cancel each other out but yeah I mean with that final choice as you say it's cold hard logic it's maths it's oh you know you sacrifice Chloe obviously it's one for the many but when you bring in when you bring in human intuition and emotions, it's not that simple. It, I think I've already said, Jamie. I've only played it through once, mm. and as I've sort of already said, give me a year or two, I will probably replay this again in my own time mm. without a ticking clock. Because through a couple of various reasons, I had the space of what a month to yeah. get this played before we recorded today. Mm. So I had a very big ticking clock, and you've got kind of pretty much 20 hours worth of gameplay to get through yeah. which is a bit of a tool play when you've got everything else going on yeah. and I've got radio and yeah. we've got other production going on in the meanwhile and yearbook and it's all got to yeah a bit crazy all got to happen sometime yeah. so I had a very big ticking clock and it's like I've got to do this I've got to do this for Jamie otherwise he won't, wouldn't be very impressed with me if I didn't but I somehow managed it I'm very impressed yeah I think if I do play it again, I think I've said to Joma, I probably would make the same decision. I'm yeah. sort of. I mean, before Simon even started, I knew it would be sacrifice one for the many, um, you know, and you know that's understandable. But you know, the, the the thing is, you know, you know, it seems obvious, but you've got to also think about what if it was someone you loved? What if it was a friend or a family member? I'm not saying you, you still wouldn't make that same choice, but I guarantee you would hesitate and you would think about it. You wouldn't just go. Oh yeah, that, that. Oh yeah, I'll sacrifice you straight away. I mean, I don't know. I don't know for you with Clay if it was instantaneous, or if you had to think about it for a bit. Oh, or, I did. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I took forever, but I did no. take a few minutes. To kind of. Like, yeah. Forty-five seconds a minute to go. Am I really happy with this? Am yeah. I really going to do this? But the the sacrifice. I mean, I, I won't say too much, but it is. It is. But it, it emotionally destroyed me. It's. It's heartbreaking, but it's beautifully done. Um, it really is done so well, and I think you kind of you said you thought it was done really quite well, wasn't it? Mm. Um, you know, and I'm I'm not ashamed to admit I I I cried proper proper cried. I'm not ashamed to admit that because I don't really get crying no. with it, but I do no. get sad with it. Just say it's a bit. But she has got those memories though that no one else has. So Max she does. did still. Yeah, it yeah. did still happen, but it didn't happen. You're yeah, because yeah, you're on the lines of visionary kind of visionary from like Deep Space Nine kind of thing of kind of yeah. I know what happens, but yeah, no one else kind of yeah, mm. no one else does. Um, yeah, and, and obviously the other ending, which I which I personally myself chose because the majority it was fifty two percent. It was fifty two percent sacrifice Chloe, forty eight percent sacrifice Arcadia Bay. If I'm, yeah. that's correct, yeah. I mean, and uh, what's apt is the last episode of of the first game is called Polarized, which in a way kind of reflects the final decision. It's very, very close. So yeah, it... like something else that's happening in the country. Yeah. So uh, Brexit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Same mods. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Okay, well that ended up and again that's why you get on arguments in the NIS community yeah <laughs> god um, but yeah I mean I personally I, I chose the other option but that's just me I, but yeah you've got to bear in mind Jamie's played every 
scenario. Pretty much every scenario but I am, some, but I haven't. I've just played yeah. it through once. So. But I've always been, said, safe, Chloe. For many different reasons. I mean, because the, the thing is, uh, what's great about these games, I think you're kind of... Could you live with it, though? A whole entire town? I'm not sure I could. But and the same thing, you let her pass away, but you didn't do... That was going to happen anyhow, so it's a bit... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's it, all a bit timey wimey, really. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think with the with the sacrifice of Tannin, the fact I think you see maybe one body, I think. On the, I mean, you haven't seen it, but the fact you don't see any bodies probably kind of does probably help a bit. I don't honestly know. I mean, you know, but I, but, but equally losing Chloe can have equally devastating consequences. I think in some ways. Because you think about what Max went from, is she goes for a, a crap load in that week. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, we won't go into everything because we want to say we don't want to spoil everything. Um, and she has no one to talk to because well, no one because technically it didn't happen as you kind of said. It's like, well, you know, it's a bit timey wimey. Who's she going to be able to talk to? There's no one. The one person who she could talk to, well, she's dead. So. But yeah, I mean, there's, 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 you know, there's good arguments for both endings, and you know, I don't judge anyone who picks either ending. You know, Simon picked Sacrifice Chloe. I can completely understand why he did. That's fair enough, and I'm sure he'll probably say the same vice versa. He can understand why I saved Chloe. Um, Let me say it's one thing listening to someone rattle on about it. So trust me, I've heard my fair share of it over the years before playing it yeah and it's just like yes jamie i really understand what you're going on about but until you've actually played, played it, it you don't you don't understand that the developers and the producers really did that there is uh, emotion intertwined amongst that which you don't understand from hmm the other side of the fence yeah and that's what i mean it, it all it all adds up to I said choices and the consequences that come with them. And, and you know, some people have said, "Oh, well, you know, Max." I mean, it's actually I don't know. If, I don't think because Max keeps a journal, well, in the first game, she has journal entries. And I don't, I'm not sure if you if you read much of them. No, um, there was too much for me to kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think it's like seventy pages. On, yeah, I don't. I do think that's all interesting, interesting game element but when you've yeah. got all the objects you've got all the rooms you've got all the people yeah. you've got her journal to read through it's a bit kind of bit much mm. yeah I mean the thing is she mentions in her last journal she actually does say oh we shouldn't have messed around I, sh- we sh- I should have just warned people sooner and some fans have gone well you know both endings are oh, well you know they, they could have warned people it's silly how it ended but yes maybe in some ways maybe it is but at the same time it's realistic you can't always have a happy ending no matter what, sometimes a choice you make is going to hurt somebody. It's gonna, it's gonna have a real devastating consequence. And and you know, as much as we'll probably all hate to admit it, that's life. And that's part of why I like the game so much because it emulates real life so well in terms of, as you say, the themes that the game explores of suicide, of of euthanasia. Because um, there's um, in one of the earlier episodes, there's um. Chloe's Chloe's dad. Third, isn't it? Yeah. Possibly. Chloe's dad, William. Um, he dies. He he went out to pick up Chloe's mum, and he died in a car crash. Um, yeah, not that you hear a lot about it during the games. No. What a mighty. You... <laughs> uh, it's and... an ongoing theme. It's throughout yeah. the original one. It's part 
of the story of the prequel, mm-hmm. and it's also in the uh, farewell episode. So get yeah. used to hearing that. <laughs> you know, um, and so yeah, but and what Max does is because what what she discovers is, and I think you found was quite cool. She can actually travel through photographs. Yeah, um, computers aren't good at doing that bit. No. 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 They really aren't. It's almost impossible to try and get that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because you have to click mouse and buttons and it's a a nightmare. As I think on PS2, a PS3, I think it's a dark side side easier. Yeah, because we should have probably mentioned Simon played it on Steam, so on his computer... Um, at least after a certain point it goes yeah you're not getting very far with this just hit space bar and it would do it for you I think yeah. God, so I waste that most of the time yeah, but, I think I did do it once on my own but but, just... but what Max does is she wants to help Chloe um, and she so she goes back in time she goes through the photograph back to her 13 year old self and she saves William but that has the unintended side effect of in the future Chloe gets her own car and she gets paralysed from the neck down so um so it's like a complete different alternate reality which I think is done beautifully absolutely I mean it's just heartbreaking you know and Chloe and Max spend one last day together and then Chloe asks you you know I'm in pain can you please help me in my life um, and you get you well there's three you get either yes no or I don't know but if you say I don't know you'll, you'd have to make a choice um, and I think the majority of people I think they did I think it was like um, again. I think it was again. I think, I think we it, both did, didn't we? Yeah, I did because I couldn't bear to see her in that in that pain. It was, you know, I mean, and euthanasia. I mean, that's a whole that's a whole different thing. Um, but you know, again, it's you know, and I think what's interesting about making that choice is I think in some ways it kind of prepares you for the final choice of the game, if you think about it. Because obviously you you've got to make that decision kind of at the end. I mean it's it's, it's against bigger rods anyway. But there's the whole initial: Are you going to help Chloe? Are you going to help her to die or sacrifice Chloe? So I think in some ways it's kind of a kind of like a, like a pre kind of I say test, but I'm trying to figure the one. But yeah, kind of like a pre kind of preparation, I suppose, for for the twist at the end of the game. Um, but. I I love the whole alternate reality. I mean, episode four is probably my favourite episode of the whole, probably probably the whole franchise, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, you've got just that really emotional impact of the alternate reality. Um, there's a good twist. There's other stuff going on in the episode as well. You kind of get to the crux of the story. There's a really good twist in the episode as well. Um, which, again, I know we'd probably love to discuss, but, again, we don't want to... Yeah, I didn't like moving all the clues around. Thank God for walkthroughs. Again, oh, yeah. That, that's something else. Like, <laughs> from about third episode onwards, I pretty much relied mm. upon walkthroughs because there's about a billion different things, like combination passwords and this thing, mm-hmm. and you have to go to the right place for that thing. If not, you have to go back in time and figure it out again. Mm. So I just went... You know what? For my own sanity, otherwise I'll be here for even longer than I already am. I am just going to use walkthroughs. So I would recommend. Yeah. If you get stuck, use a heap of walkthroughs. The walkthroughs yeah. are darn sight helpful. They and are. I do like the accolades as well that you can find along the way because that's good fun doing that. Oh yeah, I mean in the first game you get things like you take Max. You get optional photographs you can take as Max. Which... That was fun. Mhm. Um, because you you said you found Max really quite relatable as well in some mm. ways, didn't you? 
I mean, as you say, for me, it was kind of that quite shy person. And I think for you, you kind of used to be quite shy in yourself, didn't you? Well, yeah, she's one that I kind of... Mm. Um, um, yeah, kind of... Relate to the most, yeah. 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 But in some ways, I kind of see Chloe in you, because Chloe, she's she's a... Well, she's very headstrong, outsp- outspoken. She's like that. I mean, she goes through a ton of crap. I mean, in one year, she loses... Well, she loses her dad. She had a, they had a cat called Bongo, who she was very fond of, died, and then Max left for Seattle. I mean, that's enough to mess anyone up. And, you know, as you when you played through the prequel, you saw how, how that affected Chloe. Um, you know, her grades went downhill, and it wasn't because she wasn't... Yeah, but you didn't need to find that out. It's hmm. already on the table for you in the original game. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, but, well, you know, I mean, this is where we differ. I mean, Rachel... Rachel She's a different kettle of fish. I mean, you know, in the prequel, obviously, you know, there are certain choices and decisions you made, which I know you've kind of said to me, oh, well, they don't have as much of an impact because whatever happens, the future is set anyway in the first game, isn't it? But I really think at the time, it's it's what how Chloe can make kind of... how Chloe interacts with the characters and what her life can be like at that time. Yeah, but there's a Star Trek role the writers always had is you don't bring in a character it's always what does this character have on our main character rather than let's spend our time on the guest character and they spent most of the time on the guest character rather than in the, yeah, um, the main character on Chloe that's what I don't get in the prequel yeah yeah I mean that's Rach- my problem with it yeah I mean I think I think the thing about the prequel it's too involved with Rachel mm. I mean, I think, you know, Rachel, if you play, play the first game, Rachel's a mystery. She's very much a mystery. I think you probably found it quite intriguing. Oh, you know, what was she like? And then you play the prequel and you do find out more, but not everything's answered. And I don't personally mind that. I think, you know, you do understand her. And I hope it helps you understand Chloe a lot more. But what I think, I don't know if you picked up on this, but in some ways, um, you know, a lot of kind of, Chloe understood Rachel, what she was going through. And you know, but I mean, because the whole the the themes with the, the prequel is all about truth and lies, isn't it? That's pretty much the yeah. ongoing theme. And Chloe ends up at the crux of the end of that game, whether to tell Rachel the truth about something that's going to hurt her, or I said, well, it says protect Rachel from the truth, but it's technically just lying. It's just call it for what it is. It is lying to her. Um, you know, and well, we differed again because I think you you told you protected Rachel from the truth, didn't you? And I I told her the truth. Um, I do think it's the do you do, you do if you don't um, you do if you don't. you damn if you do you damn if you don't yeah yeah, yeah I mean yes yes I mean um, yeah I mean yeah but I, I personally you know I can understand what you're saying so with the prequel I do kind of understand it um, and again you you know her ultimate fate though so it's just kind of yes yes you do yes it's true you do you ultimately do I mean particularly if you play the first one then you play the prequel yes. Um, if you play it the other way around, then. But in a way, it's um, in a way I think it, again, even that I think it even enhances that because if you play the first game, and then you play the prequel, certain scenes in that, I mean, like when Rachel and Chloe agreed to run away from Arcadia Bay, you know that scene in the neighbourhood where everything just seems possible, and I love that scene; it's beautifully done. But there's this certain melancholy knowing what happens in the future. So it's kind of tinged with a bit of melancholy. In some ways, I think that really adds to the experience. So 
in some ways, yes, I can kind of understand what you're saying, but in other ways, I, I kind of disagree. If that makes sense. Because you know it's not going to happen. I know. There's no point. I know. There's no... I know. I know it does seem... Well, then... It... Okay. Put it this way, then. You could make the same argument for the end of the first game. None of the choices you technically make, well, they either get erased... If you go back in time, they all get erased, don't they? And it's like, well, with Chloe, it's kind of like, well, you know, if I, if you know, I'll just let her die at the beginning of the game then. So what's what's the point of that? It's all about the journey, though, isn't it? Yes, it's true. We know what happens to Rachel. That is true. Yes, but I found that one too focused on that. You think it was too Whereas much focused on that Rachel? That was on the whole town. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's my problem with it. Mm. The prequel was too set on those two characters, whereas the main game had mm. it on the whole town. You you spoke to everyone; it had this big effect. Yeah, yeah I mean I can understand that, but yeah, I've... it still had this small relationship between Max and Chloe, mm. but the other one didn't have that. It didn't have the threat this overarching threat that the other one had it yeah. needed another threat this, this is this is where I actually I mean I don't mind the fact it was small scale I think it's quite nice in a way it's kind of like first contacts to insurrection isn't it first contact you know big space battles and you know oh, and whereas insurrection but anyway um, yeah where I do agree with you there is a there is a, we won't go too much into this but there's there's a plot within Before the Storm that does connect to Rachel and Chloe and the choices that come with certain things basically Chloe can make certain choices which can which can really annoy a very scary guy um, and the choices that you make could have had a huge impact if he found out if he found out that Chloe and Rachel were behind it but he never does and it just felt a bit inconsequential and I actually made in a comment because I read a lot of Life is Strange fan fiction if you'd done that it would have linked the Rachel plot and that plot a lot more better I mean I'll have, to, I'll have to show you the. I'll show you probably afterwards I might show you the comment but yes they could have done more because there's um, I said that's like this guy called Damon Merrick is a very scary guy um, I mean at least I personally found I don't know when you were playing if not but you know certain choices you can make and it just doesn't really amount to much so yeah I do agree with you there Si I think they could have done a lot more with that plot and linked it much and that's, that's part of the problem. That's you know, the prequel's only three episodes. It should have been more. There's so much more they could have done with that game. I mean, the Chloe and Rachel friendship I thought was fantastically well done. The focus on that I thought they did a brilliant job with that. No problems with it. And there's some really nice, great emotional moments in there. But yeah, I think overall the first game did a much better job in terms of, as you say, story kind of overall. And, you know, and focus, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you say, it's... I think the prequel also um, relies on prior knowledge too much. Of the first game, you mm. mean? Yeah, I can kind of see that, yeah. I can, I can kind of understand that, yeah, thinking about it. I mean, particularly with Rachel, because Rachel and Chloe want to run away from Arcadia Bay. Because uh, at the time Rachel's life turns to crap, Chloe's is going downhill. Obviously, because of what I said, she loses people, and then her mum starts seeing someone else who she doesn't get on with at all. 
Although in that in the prequel you can make certain choices where she's a bit more cordial towards David if you want to be, uh, or you could just be a straight up just Chloe can just be a straight up you know just I suppose a bitch about it really, um, but um, yeah in some ways I can kind of understand that um, yeah I mean like going where Kate and Chloe want to run away to you get the choice don't you in episode two of yeah. Where do you want to go? And the canon thing is, oh, Los Angeles. That is one of the options. But if you haven't played the... F- I mean, they, yeah, you could argue, oh, they'll change their minds later, maybe, which is, again, it's plausible. Um, but it's a little bit... I think it's a little bit iffy, personally. So, yeah, I can kind of see that, where you're coming from there. Um, as if for me, it's lovely, because I said, all those little linkages, like... Um, um, I don't know when Chloe gets her truck she drives a truck in the first game and she finds it in the prequel and there's like a like a bobblehead she can find and you can put on the on the truck and in the first game when um, Chloe and Max they, they meet up again you see it on the dashboard on the front so all these little things that you can do and there's even a, a graffiti because Chloe likes to graffiti um, you can tag the truck with like an all C and I, which is again in the first game from the prequels, and all these little things that just. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's it's kind of the the prequel is just not as fond of it, are you? No, but no. again, it's decisive in here. It's yeah, very... it's it is again, it's choices and consequences, but you don't have the aspect of time travel to help you, and I think in a way that makes it more interesting. Um, you know, and and the other great thing about both games, particularly with the prequels, whatever choice Chloe makes, I don't like. They don't seem out of character for her. They all seem within. She can be reasonable, but not. You know, it doesn't go against their character. Same with Max, I think, in a way. Um, but no, look, yeah. I mean, ugh, there's so much we could. You know, there's so much to talk about. I mean, as you say. But it's a running theme throughout both games. You know, what would you do in certain situations? And I think the game, as I said, has a very intricate, intricate system of, you said, major and minor choices that you make within each episode that have an impact later on. And one of the things I love, um, which I just briefly want to say, again, I won't, it won't talk about spoilers, but going to episode four... Um, it's the last choice where um, Max uh, has to warn a character about something about that they're in danger um, and what I love about because I think I think you you picked that as well I think the majority mm. was you warn them because of course you would if you have no prior knowledge but but in a way it's actually it works out differently whereas actually if you don't that actually helps them so I just found that very very interesting aspects that warning someone can actually have the opposite effect but you only go on the knowledge of what you know at the time if you're not aware of the bigger picture you know you make because I think that's another telling thing when we make choices we try and make the best one with the information we've got available because we're not always going to know everything in advance so we make the best choice that we think is right, whether it according to what we think and feel, and you know how that will impact other people. So yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to, anything else you wanted to talk about? Meaning behind animals. Yeah, um, I think that's a good, that's a good one. Um, throughout both games, particularly the first one, there's. Um, 
Max sees, well, essentially what he's a spirit animal. It's a doe. Um, and it kind of guides her throughout the game, helping her out. Um, and there's a, there's a, I mean, it's already been confirmed by the developers, but it is actually Rachel that is guiding her. The doe is Rachel. Um, and throughout the first game in particular, there's this sense of, because the thing is, what you guys have got to understand is, with Max's time travel powers, it's never actually explained um, how she gets them, why she gets them. Because I said I did this as a kind of a kind of I mean Simon you know yeah you don't need every mystery answer but I kind of pre-warned Simon you don't actually get any answers of where Max gets her time travel powers from. Um, but playing the first game and, I'm, and again I'm not quite sure if you when you were playing through the first episode if you um, if you did this bit but there's a moment where Max talks to her science teacher, a woman called Miss Grant, and she asks her to sign a petition, um, and if you pick a certain dialogue choice she goes oh yeah there's a lot around um uh, 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 kind of the, the the local law around the town of this this town has a, like a lot of hidden power and it was kind of and it was just there's something going on in arcadia bay kind of hinting at kind of the natives in the past like the tribes and because you in the game there's like um there's do you remember the tabanga Tosin poles yeah 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 in both games actually there and it's you know, and it's kind of like local lore and legend about kind of like you know the supernatural, and the game hints at it, but you know it doesn't go into it. So it's kind of in a way there's there's another layer to the game there, um, and even in even in the uh, prequel, um, you know there's something that happens that makes you think that Rachel has supernatural abilities as well. Again, I won't spoil it, but the game never really goes into it. And in some ways, I think it works. I think in some ways it would be great, but in some ways, I think it works out better. Um, so you know, you're left essentially with this huge mystery of why did Max get her abilities? You know, and what I said, and you know, and things like spirits. I said the doe guiding her. What, you know, what was it all about? I mean, you know, did I mean some fans have theorised that Max got her time travel powers so she could have one last week with Chloe to say goodbye, to renew their friendship. And say goodbye because again, I don't know if you know, but if you sacrifice Chloe, Max loses her powers. She can't because she goes back to the original point beforehand before she used them. Because um, in one of the photos, I think you see when they're fading, Max is looking through. I don't know if you might not have caught it, but she's looking through old photographs. And basically, the developer said, Yeah, she wanted to try and go back in time further, but she the power didn't work, it was gone. Whether she still has them with the other ending, I, I don't honestly know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just another really quite interesting aspect to the game, um, which I think just really makes you think, you know. And, and yes, this might not have anything so much to do with the kind of the, you know, um, you know. You, but in even itself, it kind of is part of the process. You think to yourself, well, how do I read this game? What choice am I going to make? How, how do I kind of see this? Because there's so much depth there. I mean, you can read the games in any number of ways. I mean, like you know, for me. It's all about Max and Chloe's friendship and what you're willing to do for the person you love. But then you look at, as I said, I, I'm not quite sure if you read, if you had a certain reading on the kind of the game itself. Did you, did you have any, any kind of thing that you kind of took from it? No, kind just of not really. But it's just kind of, I, I don't know. Yeah, just it's a really in, 
intricate game. Then. Mm. I think really, I think at this point, I think it's, it's probably because I said you've only played it through once, and I think you're probably you're probably still processing it. I think, aren't you? Um, is that right? Is that fair to say? In a way, kind of maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Simon's only played through these games once. To be fair, um, and you know, obviously he had the he said he had the pressure of time against him. Um, you know. Playing through it again, I said, you know, whether it's a year or two, whenever you play it through again, I said, I really it said, you know, you've got a great glimpse into it. I said, there was so much depth there. But, you know, you can read the game in any number of ways. Or you can look at, as I said, Max, because in some ways, Chloe's kind of an allegory of the past. In the, in the games, particularly the first one, it's very much steeped in Max and Chloe's childhood, that them being pirates and going off on adventures on Arcadia Bay and. It's very much steeped in the, and in a way, Chloe's kind of linked to Max's past. I think there was a reading someone said, you know, but when Max makes that decision, Chloe's in the past, you know, it's kind of letting go and, you know, and say moving on, but, you know, letting go and kind of living with that kind of thing. I, I it's, it said it's difficult. There's a lot, there's a lot to the game. There's so much depth to the characters and, um, you know, I mean, as you said, we've, we've, I said we've had a pretty good chat about it. I mean, there's so many more things we could talk about. There's a lot of other other things, but um, was there anything else that you wanted to that you wanted to chat about that you found you thought was quite interesting, or there any other choices that you you would that kind of like to discuss? Not really. No, no. I mean, there's a lot we could talk about. We could be here all afternoon, but how <laughs> far you want to take it, Jamie? It's your episode. Yeah. It's true. It is, it is my. Episode. I still can't believe it. So doing this finally after so many years now. Um, I mean, you know, I think we've covered things pretty well. I mean, we've only talked. I know we've only talked about a few of the major choices, but you know, I think we've kind of. I think you know, people got a good grasp on what the game is and kind of roughly what to expect. And you know, it, I mean, honestly, you know, I I honestly can't recommend both games. You know, particularly the first game enough. Um, I think that you know, and this is not from my own personal words. Someone said, "Life is strange. It's not a game. It's an experience." Um, and I think it's safe to say I think we both kind of agree with that, don't we? Cause yeah, say so I, I like it. I'm, I don't love it as much as James nah. does, but I, I don't didn't hate it. I went to this going, "Oh God, I, I don't really know what to think of this. I hope I don't mm. disappoint Jamie. I don't hope I don't uh, rush through. It. I hope I don't." And then as time went on, it's just kind of because hmm. I have kept Jamie posted to kind of what I've been doing, what's been happening. Yeah, I mean, we we, we haven't as I said we we didn't talk about everything before this episode. We did talk about a lot, a lot of things, um, and, and as I said, there's a lot more detail we could go into. But I think I think I think we've done a pretty good job of covering it. I think in both of them, I think particularly the first game. I mean, the prequel again. That's you know. <laughs> that's not so <laughs> you know as I said we, we do kind of differ on that in some ways I do agree with you I think some of the points you made actually are very valid which I hadn't actually previously thought about um, but yeah what kind of what it kind of comes I think the thing is you've got to play the original one and then if you feel desired to answer more questions get the second one yeah the, yeah, the prequel the, yeah prequel yeah yeah um, and you know, what there's. I'd recommend. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, I see I posted that on Facebook and Twitter uh, last week. I said those links. So honestly, guys, if you do, if you are really interested, I said they're both great games. Um, I love them. I mean, as I said, it's 
it's really had an impact on me and I think it's to a certain extent it's had a, quite a big impact on Simon as well um, you know and I said I can I mean that's what it's, it's about the characters they're so relatable and they're not black and white I mean you look at certain other characters and there's there's you can read them all differently I said you can look at Max in a negative way you can look at Chloe in a negative way it all depends on yourself and you know and I think I said the games do really I think they really are a testament to kind of your moral character in some in some ways I mean not not all I mean you know some people read it differently but you know I'll always you know as I said and with the end choice particularly of the first game and I said that's a not, I, mean, I think some fan once took about two hours to decide. They were literally sat on that screen, and they literally took two hours to decide. I think weighing up the, I don't know, there's no pros and cons for either, but weighing up the decision in their minds of what should I pick. I think in the end, I think they they sacrificed the town, if I recall. But um, but yeah, you know, choices and consequences are something we 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 you said we do every day. We make certain choices, and we have to live with, with, with whatever that outcome is. And I think this game is a testament to kind of showing us that. And I think in a, I said, really intelligent, sensitive way, um, you know. And I think uh, I said, I, I mean, the games aren't perfect. They they do have their flaws. There's more. I think as we said, that could have been done. I know you. I think we both agree. We weren't particularly keen on the dialogue, was we? The dialogue is. Yeah, that was something I was surprised about. Someone that critiques lots of things. There is an awful lot of kind of stereotypical writing in it yeah but in some ways that that is what they were going for because they did want a stereotypical american experience yeah. so that is in there and again it again i i did an awful lot more research than jamie asked me to do because like he said it's kind of old so i was going to do it anyhow i might as well not tell him not heard him where to go so i've done my own research I've, and there was a, a bafta interview they did after the third episode was released in the first game yeah and it was just they, they were talking about kind of all different aspects of it and part of it was why they wanted you know why the game was written how it was why it was that scenario instead of being something else and it was kind of more universal that they could tell a story that was the best place they could tell that story mm. and very interestingly they also did a uh, flow chart for all the decisions in the end of two yeah that would be yeah. the Kate one yeah and then they hinted at one in either four or five and the map they have with that and you go oh my god I bet you if I showed you it because they blurred it because hmm. obviously it was a the, um, the episodes hadn't come out yet and he obviously didn't want to do spoilers yeah but I reckon you'd probably be able to figure out which one it is I, I couldn't because I didn't know enough but you could probably look at that flow chart and go oh yeah that that episode's that one so hmm. but i thought oh, that's just incredible just like it said it is for, it is very very intricate it is very intricate i mean you know i mean another decision you make episode two max has a gun and she points it at someone it's trying to protect her you can either shoot or not there's there's no bullets in there thankfully but that oh. impact that and that impact oh you didn't know that of course no you there's an impact later where if you didn't shoot or did shoot that depends on if it's Chloe who ends up with the gun or the guy Max was pointing the gun at and that can really impact things I think in episode 4 there's a certain decision you make later on and yeah that didn't go well most of the time I got there yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah that's what I mean depending on what choice you make can have a really 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 big impact 
that to kind of look rewinding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. Because <laughs> again, certain dialogue choices you make with uh, with it's a uh, Frank. Uh, that's the uh, um, the deer, uh, the 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 thug that, um, that I mentioned in the back of the prequel game, the synopsis. Here's uh, what I said: one the I said not a main character, he's more of a secondary, but. Yeah, yeah, that's you have an encounter with him. Again, and... that's the thing. The prequel does muddy the water a bit with kind of characters like that. So that's why I've got a bit of an issue. With it. I think we'll talk about that after where mm. I go. That kind of kind of ruins what happens with it. But mm. we'll go into that later because I think you'll find that another thing where you go. Oh, I never considered that. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you want to say now or? Or did you want it's to... deep into lore of the games. I okay. don't think we should be going. Well, into we'll it, talk no. about that after the episode then, because I'm quite intrigued now. Um, yeah, I mean, I said there's so much more we could talk about, but I think we've done a pretty good job of kind of covering kind of both games, the kind of choices and consequences, the kind of themes. I think we said we've discussed. I mean, yeah, there is so much more we could go into, but as you say, I think I think yeah, we we don't want to spoil everything for you guys and. Honestly, do check out the games because they are absolutely, they are an amazing, um, I think an amazing experience. And, you know, I said I'd definitely recommend playing them. I said you can play through them multiple times. It's, it's, that's how great they are because you'll have such a different experience when you, you make, you know, opposite choices to the ones you made the first time. And the great thing is it keeps track of all the choices you make so you'll never lose your way. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I don't think there's anything else you know I can think of that you know I think we've done a pretty good Jeez, you're happy Jay yeah absolutely yeah yeah I think I think I am I think we've done quite well um what we also did want to mention um is we had the heartbreaking news well at least when we recorded this of Aaron Eisenberg passing away on Sunday UK time I think that was yeah. that was early Sunday morning um, we're not going to do anything soon we're going to carry on with our schedule as it is even though to be fair we have got a pre-recorded episode next but you know never mind we will be adding him to our list of absent friends like that happened pretty much that as that got announced yeah and I quickly updated our list because it's gone from four to now six you know like we're doing even numbers so I quickly added him to the list and someone else it was quite interesting and mm. actually helped with the Sulu character which is quite intriguing I'm not sure many people would actually know yeah, him, but I, you know I did have a brief look at the links and I, I saw that and I was like oh that was interesting didn't know that so so we will be doing something it will just be a couple of weeks a couple of months down the line yeah so yeah just doing a, doing the same thing we did I think with Lynn Nimoy where it's just kind of we, we know we will be doing something for it and mm it's a huge upset and we're glad that we were able to meet him at least once because we met as like, like we both said when I, kept, when I when I got here at least we were both able to meet him hmm. and get his autograph I think we both did I'm not sure about Phil but Phil might have done we don't know if we can't quite remember hmm. but we got his autograph at FCD hmm. out of the ashes I think that's four years ago yeah, scarily so. so we got that and we also, thanks to Will and Dave, we also got a picture on the was that Klingon Bridge, I think it yeah. was. So we've also got that, and that's up on my whiteboard in my room. So I I see that every day. Mm. So that's quite yeah. nice. But it's just like yeah, such, a, such a sad thing. Yeah, because it's so out of the blue. Yeah, so I mean, out of the blue right in the space of twenty four hours. Yeah, because I said it kind of it was kind of I was kind of gutted because. I said it was my birthday literally only last week I wanted to do specifically this episode for this and 
yeah, and it's just kind of sad it happened. He said he's just it's just such a nice guy, you know, he's a really nice guy. Um and I said the fact it happened kinda of near my birthday just kind of just just dampened it just dampened it a bit. You know, it's just kind of really just so sad. Um, you know. But it was nice to see that the news filtered through to mainstream yeah, media at least. Because that was well. one that thing was we were nice. we were pleasantly surprised at because you know other Star Trek actors it doesn't all or actresses or production whoever passes away it doesn't always happen does it um, so the fact that it has I think for Aaron I think is great and I said it was a pleasure to me I'm really glad we got his autograph back then and we said we have that picture as well um, from the convention from so FCD out of the ashes so yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we just—it's just something that we wanted to mention because we thought we we need to kind of. Couldn't do this episode without mentioning it. Yeah, it's both on our minds, and you brought yeah. it up when I got here, and it's just like, yeah, I also had the same thought. Yeah, but um, I want to leave that down to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't think there was any any. No, but as I say, next one's a pre-recorded, which is a bit weird, but we were going to release at the beginning of this month, if I remember rightly. But yeah, we've moved it back. We've because, moved it back. Yeah, it's um. um because again it's a bit of eternal stuff that it's better to do an episode than not do one and hold it off for a few weeks because we really forget what we're doing yeah, so, so we moved it back to the beginning of October for yeah should we mention what, what one it is yeah yeah. yeah it's um, it's basically um, uh, Star Trek revisiting another idea yeah another again. idea Star Trek Room 101 which we did many years ago many years ago with with, um, I think that might be 2015 as well. Thinking about yeah, it, yeah, which was uh, with uh, Mark from um, Geek Geek Pride. It was Geek Pride. It was Geek Pride at the time. Yeah, but it was at the time. Um, and yeah, so we've done it. We've done a. I said we've done a. Yeah, and this is what I was referring to when, in the last episode, I think I said we ran out of time, or we mentioned about. Um, it's a bit of a long episode. Just be aware of. I think it's about. Yeah, someone got their timings a bit. Yeah, I, I, I did screw up. I must admit, it's about two, just over two hours. I think it was. So just be aware that the pre is a bit of a long one. So if you want to listen to it in like two sections, then feel free to. Uh, but yeah, that's our next episode. But yeah, um, and then we've got a gift guide. Yes, it's going to be an awful lot yes. of fun. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think I, that's everything. Yeah, I, I hope you're happy with how that turned out because it's. it's Again, it's you go into these general interest ones and you go, Oh, god, I hope I make the right impression of it. Yeah. And hopefully, I've, we have done. I think we have done. I, I don't know about you, but I think we've covered, I think we've done a good old general overview. I mean, like I said, there's so much more we could tap into, but I think you know, we don't want to spoil everything. And you know, I said honestly, guys, do honestly, I, would, I couldn't recommend highly enough that you said purchase these games and give them a try. And, and they're available across all platforms of Steam. PlayStation, Xbox, PC, so you can get them across all platforms. Um, and yeah, I, as I say, I, I, and I'm just, I'm really glad I got to do this set for my birthday because I said this is like, 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 so is like, this is one episode that's not moving in the schedule. This is staying exactly where it is. So I was kind of everything else, you know, is up for, for you know, we can move that around or this if we need to. But this was one episode that was staying exactly where it was. So it's like kind of, I think you kind of knew that, didn't you, Sai? Like, well, you did say to me at the beginning of the month, yeah, well, I can move it if you want. It's like, no, don't worry. Oh, about yeah, it. yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, there, 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 yeah, there was so because Simon said be very busy with stuff and wasn't quite sure how things would turn out, and yeah, but it's fine. It's, but I went, no, not gonna happen. No, but not on my watch. No, <laughs> so, thank you. 
Um, so yeah, um, yeah, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening. Um, I, I said I certainly, I certainly loved recording. I said that's been, yeah, it's just something I've wanted to do for a, a long time. And I said if you look closely, there are actually a couple of nice little references to Star Trek, um, which I don't, I don't think you would have called because they were mainly in Max's journal. And I think Chloe keeps a journal in the prequel, but there's actually um, reference, a couple of references to Star Trek in there, which is quite cool. I have to, I have to show you sometime. Um, but um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed, and um, yeah, I said we'll we've got a pr- um, we've got our pre-recorded, but the next time will actually be end of October. Yeah, so it'll be the gift guide. Yeah, uh, and yeah, obviously you know this episode said, um, you know, it's our last episode of said of this month, um, and yeah, we'll be back soon. Yeah, talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye.